What's going on, everybody? This is the Sheep Get Sheared Podcast, where we talk about people, popular culture, and politics. I am your host, Austin Creed. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. So today, I wanted to talk a little bit about a topic that's a little close to home. I want to talk about young men and why they're failing to launch today. There's a direction and purpose lack in people my age especially in the demographic of 18 to 24 year old even 25 year olds depending on the study we as young men are failing to launch out here and i see it in people i know i see it in people around me with just the lack of ambition they're not hungry they're not doing anything they're not being proactive nothing they're just existing they're just relying on big daddy government or big daddy as in their own father they're not they don't have a sense of urgency so that's going to be the main topic of the show i really want to beat this home because to me it's very tragic and i want to tell my own story as i'm 23 i'm an air force vet and i want to tell my story of how i went from a guy who wanted nothing to do with college i felt like i was going nowhere in my life so all of a sudden I enlisted in the Air Force and then just about three years later, I'm out of the Air Force, I'm back in college, and I'm about to get my first book published and I started this show. I wanted to, I want to give young men out there or even fathers or mothers who have young men in their house, I want them to know that there is hope. And I want to share my story and maybe it'll help somebody out there. If I help even one person listening to this show, I'll have done something. I'll have saved the world. Because if I could save one person out there, then I have saved the world because I helped save theirs. So anyways, ladies and gentlemen, you're in for a fantastic show. I'm going to roll the intro and we'll get started. Alright, and we are back. So here's where we're going to start off today. I'm going to start off by reading a couple of statistics. I'm going to talk about what maybe other people have to say on it. And then I'm going to tie in my own story for those of you who are interested in what a 23-year-old Air Force vet has to say about the crisis for young men. And we're going to just go from there. This is going to be a very flowy show. So if you don't like the format i don't know what to tell you that's how i roll it's how my mind works so that's how we're going to run the show today so before anything else i want to pull up what is what is failure to launch syndrome i want to define it i want us to really dig into this topic because it's very important and it's very daunting to men of my generation who in a certain way are struggling with what every young man ever deals with or what every young person in general has to deal with but also address the more unique situation that my generation has found itself in so here's what the article says it's called fortestrong.com where here's what we're going to talk about it says do you know someone does someone you know lack 
direct direction, desire, preparation to leave home and set up for a life of independence? If so, you, your son, or your friend might be suffering from what is called failure to launch syndrome. Failure to launch syndrome is in short, the inability to be independent and self-reliant. Failure to launch is common in young adults, especially young men between the ages of 18 to 30. Wow, they're more generous than I was. It refers to apparent dependency and can be associated with unhealthy codependency type relationships. Hmm. Well, that's interesting. Here's the justification they use. They say, when you are a young adult, the idea of assuming complete responsibility in the near future can be very daunting. Now, that is 100% true. It's like grief when you break out of childhood. You have these phases you go through. You have these brief phases you go through where you're not a kid, but you're not an adult, but people expect you to be an adult, but you're not an adult, you're still in high school or you're still in college, and everybody around you is just saying, so everybody, everybody around you is just being like, carry on, kind of like, and you don't know what that means. You don't know what you're doing. You don't know what's happening. You don't know anything. You just know that what you're doing isn't working. Or you want what you're doing to work and you don't know how to do it. Sorry for my soundboard. It got a little messed up on that last clip. So here are some of the symptoms of failure to launch syndrome. Now, for those of you who are young listening to the show, or for those of you who have young men in your life, whether they're sons, nephews, friends, associates, whatever, I want you to keep track of these symptoms to see if they have anything to do with this person, or maybe it's you. Maybe you have these symptoms. So we're gonna get into that here in just one second. I hope you have your pens and pencils ready because we're about to dive in. All right, y'all, y'all ready for this? Hey, look. Number one, social anxiety. They say it is not uncommon for a young man who is failing to launch to have social anxiety. They may be great guys, but are fairly shy and timid, or maybe a little intimidated by social interaction, which leads to isolation and withdrawal. This, this isolation, rather anxious and timid behavior of young men will, try to make, will cause them to try to avoid their family social functions where they have expectations to engage socially. They would rather participate in the items below. And the next one is video games. And not just regular video games, I'm talking about a video game addiction. Now, I can speak from personal experience on this one. This one is true. Especially whether it's combat related games like COD or Fortnite or Apex or whatever it may be. Those types of games, as well as RPGs like Elden Ring, um, uh, I forget, there's multiple different games out there that are very RPG related where you get to control what's going on. Why do you think RPG games are so popular? It's because these young men who at one point, whether it was your ancestors were Vikings, where you, had, you were forced to grow up, or whether they were Native American, whatever they were, there were rites of passages for young men to become fully grown men but not today no longer 
No longer today, my friends. Today, I'll read you what they said. They say, Many young men who experience failure to launch syndrome are addicted to video games. When they isolate from face-to-face -face interaction, they can get a social experience by interacting online with other gamers. Whether it's an online role-playing game, like I just said, an RPG, a first-person shooter. Look at it. I didn't even read this beforehand. I have not read this article yet. And here I am mentioning the two things that they mentioned in this article. I'm telling you, I know what I'm talking about. Or otherwise, these young men can get their social fix by these challenges digitally. Now, that is so important. Young men crave challenge, ambition. We have it in our DNA to conquer the world. But we don't need to conquer the world if we can conquer the virtual world. You, you get what I'm saying? It is a coping mechanism, my friends. Now, don't get it wrong. Don't get it twisted. I still play video games. But they're not what I do my entire day. I make, I make and edit parts of this show. I invest in this show. I write my, I'm working on editing my first book. I do my college homework. I have stuff going on outside of video games. In fact, I rarely have time for video games. And yet, a lot of the friends I meet here at college, that's what they do. They go to class. They barely do their homework. And then they're playing video games. They're smoking pot. They're drinking alcohol. They're trying to get sex. They're, they're living life in reverse, which is another topic I talked about in the past. If you, you want to check that out, you're more than welcome to do that. And here's the next one. Lack of confidence. Now, this one is key also. You want to... Okay. You want to know how you achieve confidence? Y'all ready for this? You, you want to know how you achieve confidence? Here, here it is. You achieve confidence through... You ready? You listening? You achieve confidence through actually achieving things. Crazy, isn't it? I'll read you what they said. They said, The lack of productivity exhibited by those who are caught up in failure to launch syndrome directly correlates with the lack of confidence. They say that men who spend most of their day doing nothing other than sitting on the couch, playing video games, eating Hot Pockets, what year is this? And sleeping in or prone to diminish sense of worth, sorry, sense of worth or confidence. Now, I want to highlight one of those things they said. Not the sitting on a couch or video games or Hot Pockets. My goodness, what year is this? Oh, it's the sleeping in. You want to know what I had, what I, I wake up at 5 a.m. That is when my alarm is set. The only time I don't do that is when I have either stayed up till really late working on something or something unforeseen has come up and I need that little bit of extra sleep. Even then, I do not wake up past, I do not go wake up any later than 7 a.m. ever under any circumstances. You want to know why that is? In basic military training, in basic air force training, we woke up at the same time every day. We went to bed at 9 and woke up at 5. I do that to this day. I do that to this very day. Every single day. Why? Because it makes you establish some semblance of a schedule. You say, 
Oh, I want to go hang out with the boys. Oh, guess what? It's already 8.30. I can't go. Because then I'm going to be out late. And then I'm going to wake up late. And I'm going to get nothing done. Because I'm going to be like, oh, I'm tired. I don't want to do anything. Yeah, no. Or, oh, dang. Uh, Susie hit me up and she wants to hang out. Maybe I can get... Maybe I can get some sexy time. Oh, wait. But by the time I go there, it's going to be 9 o'clock. By the time we actually get down to having sex, it's going to be 10.30. And then by the time I actually get home, it's going to be like 11.30. And by the time I actually get ready for bed and go to bed, it's going to be midnight. Nope. My friends, are you kidding me? No. That is how you mess up your whole life. Right there. Is that kind of schedule. And parents... Even if your son is living at your house, do not think he's not doing this. I hate to expose them. I have been there. They still do it. Oh, and when you leave them at home, they do a no uh, home alone with burglars. No, no, no. They throw in Project X level parties at your crib. Okay? Or they're going somewhere else and they, they, they cracking it up and they doing all kinds of stuff. Yes. Yes, they are. Here's another one. Low tolerance for stress. Now, this is something I ha had to have beaten into me when I was in the military. And I learned very quick, being in a very high-stress environment. Here's what I'll read you what they say first. Here's what they said. They said, stress is an unavoidable fact of life. Now, this is true. However, each of us is ideally capable of managing the stress in our lives. Unfortunately, there are some people who are easily carried away by even the simplest problems in life. Let me ask you something. If you're a parent listening to this show, has your son or even daughter come up to you with a problem that seemed like they were freaking out, totally overwhelmed, and you listen to the problem and your reaction is, that's it? Really? You're freaking out about this? But you can't say that. Because then if you say that, they're going to flip on you and they're liable to even pull... They're, they're liable to just pull up and do this. So you don't do that. Instead, what you do is you like, Oh! Oh, yes! Oh, I'm so sorry! Oh, oh how can I help? You sound really sincere. Maybe you are, but in the back of your mind, you're like, Are you kidding me? This? This is what's causing you this amount of stress? Not... You, your bank account just hit zero, you're floundering, you know, somebody died, nothing. Just, oh, someone didn't text me back, or, oh, I got fired from my subway job. Like, that's it? That's, that's all you have? Oh, oh, goodness. Here, this, this is the main reason right here. Y'all, right, y'all ready for this one? Now, some of you might have turned the show off already. You're, I, hopefully... I'm not sounding like this already. The young men have turned the show off already because they don't want to actually fix their problem. They just want me to be, uh, get up here and say, hey, 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 yes, you, 18-year-old guy. Um, so uh, I, I hustle online and make a million dollars a month, and I'm going to tell you for, for dirt cheap how to do it. No, no I'm not going to do that. Instead, they turned the show off already, and I'm sounding like this. There's a lack of motivation amongst the young. They say people who suffer from failure to launch syndrome sometimes lack the eagerness to accomplish their tasks and also do not set personal goals for themselves. 100% true. This is because they are not 
motivated, which keeps them from exerting their maximum potential in everything that they do. Now, let me tell you something. If you're a father or mother listening to the show, or an older sibling, or an uncle, or an aunt, or whoever, grandfather, whoever you are, or even if you are one of the young guys who hasn't hung up the show because I'm not out here telling you how to get hoes or how to make millions of dollars for doing nothing. You cannot teach someone to be motivated. I wish I could sit up here and tell you, hey, 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 hey. You want to be motivated? Huh. well, uh, I have the perfect solution for you. No, I can't do that. I wish I could, I can't. You need to... But push yourself up against the wall. You need to be so desperate to survive that your ambition to survive, your desperate need to survive kicks in, and that is when you will be successful. You need to say, I see the world around me. I see the world at large, and I'm going to take it. I'm going to make it mine, and nobody is going to get in my way. That's what you need to have, that mentality. I have the mentality every day when I wake up. That's why I'm talking to this microphone. That's why I go out there and I write my books. That's why I'm out here trying to teach men what they can achieve. If they just say, I don't, they talk, they take the Han Solo approach. Don't tell me the odds. I don't want to hear it. I don't care about the numbers. I'm going to make this work. I'm going to fight to not be a statistic now we're not talking about marriage or anything right now that's a different conversation we're talking about you yes you i don't want you to be out here after you've gone out of college you're going through your corporate job hating every second of it and then by the age of 40 you're ready to do this i don't want that to be you i want you to be out here when you're, you're out here winning, I want people around you to, you're going to be so successful. I want people out there to have, to say this. <laughs> That's how successful you are. But you can't, you can't have that mentality if you're not hungry. You can't eat if you're not hungry. That's why you're failing to launch. That's why you're a loser. Because you don't want to win. You just don't want to lose. What kind of mentality is that? Now, I'm going to switch over to something else. For those of you who have had depression, as I have, I'm not one of these guys who says depression is not real. Now, I know it's real, but it's not what you think. That is, the, that is where I deviate. I'll read you. According to the Anxiety Disorder Associations of America, the ADAA, they say that the stigmas behind men and masculinity are true that says that nearly one in ten men experience depression or anxiety but less than half will receive treatment and more than they are more than likely four times as likely actually they are four times more likely to commit suicide than women terrifying isn't it my friends this, look, I'm not out here saying, oh, I'm holier than you. I got it all figured out, man. No, I don't. However, I'm shooting for the moon. I'm shooting for the stars. I'd rather shoot for the stars and end up on the moon than not even bother to shoot for the moon because I don't think I can get there. I do not want that for you. So I'm going to go back to the list. 
Failure to assume responsibility. They say if one of your family members tends to be resistant when it comes to accepting roles of responsibility in life, it is a good idea to look for a failure to launch program for young adults. Now, I actually disagree with that, by the way. Like I just said, you cannot teach motivation. You can't teach survival. You can't... Why do you think birds kick their the baby birds out of the nest and force them to fly? They don't take them to flight school. They don't have them ride on their back. They don't have them do any of those things. They say, you're going to survive or you're going to die. Now, I'm not saying you need to be that abrasive. That's a little extreme. I get it. If you want, if you are a young guy listening to the show, if you're a father, mother, whoever you are out there, and you want a very quick, if you want one of these so-called failure to launch programs, you know what the ultimate failure to launch program is? The military. Do you have any idea how different the real military is from the movies you see on TV or Netflix or Hulu or anywhere else? They are so far out of reality. It's overwhelming to me because guess what? When I was in basic training, you want to know how many people I met who were like, I can't take this anymore. I think I'm going to kill myself and blah, blah, blah. Oh, there were more than one. In fact, there were several of them. But you know what they did? They made it or they didn't. Now, I'm not saying they offed themselves. To my knowledge, that hasn't happened. What I'm telling you is you shape up. You you don't fail. There is no fail. It's a matter of you get with the program quick or you learn the hard way. Now, if the military is something where you're like, oh, I don't want to do that. Uh, I don't think that's a good idea. It sounds too intimidating. Or even if you're saying on the opposite side where, hey, I want to join the military. Now, I'm not sponsored by the uh, Pentagon. However, what I will tell you is if you want to join, it's a perfect time. The Army, according to MilitaryTimes.com, they say that Army and every branch except for the Space Force, how fitting, actually, has missed their quota by 15,000 soldiers. That's bad. Those of you who know what's going on in China, oh, they have blood to spare. We do not. Plus, the military ads they're coming out with, with, oh, I have two mommies and I made it in the military. Yeah, um, that's not going to sell in the South. I don't know how any of you feel about that. The military isn't what it once was. This is true. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that it's the hoorah, let's go get them, boys. If that, if that is what you want, you need to be like my brother and you need to join the Marines. The Marines are a different breed than the rest. What I will tell you is this. If you want to go and do the hardest thing you've ever done, maybe, you, maybe you're a younger person listening to the show and you don't want to go to college because you think it's a scam. You don't want to go to trade school because you don't know what you want to do. You're just lost. You're just in the void of, I know what I don't want, but I have no idea what the hell I want to do. I would encourage you to look at jobs in the military that sound interesting to you and to at least look into it.
I'll tell you why. Because when it was only when I was up against the wall, what I was doing wasn't working, and I had to ask myself, what is it I really want to be doing? You take your freedom for granted, by the way. I hope you know that. When I was in the military, I didn't have the freedom to do whatever I wanted to do. I couldn't just go out and do this, do that. I had to be at work at I had to be at work at 6 a.m. every day. Sometimes even on the weekends, I had to report for drill. We had a, um, a squadron workout. We had I had a strict schedule that I had to stick to, and if I didn't, oh, they wasn't gonna be like, oh, hi, Austin. Um, so I know you're late today, but don't worry about it. Oh no, uh, uh, no. You wanna know what happened with the people who were late? I don't want to scare you, but uh, let's just say they never showed up late again. My friends, I want you to really push yourself because if you don't push yourself, you're going to resent the people in your life who tell you you're destined for more. I used to do that, by the way. My mother, God bless her, used to tell me, oh, I believe in you. You're going to do great things. And I used to look at her and be like, are you kidding me? I hate my life. I'm doing horrible. Now, I know she was right. In fact, I'm going to supersede those expectations. I want to and I'll accept nothing less well those of you who are just smoking weed not drinking trying to chase hoes you're not doing a whole lot this is what people are looking at you and this is what they're saying hey I hate you too bitch <laughs> no no I'm just kidding can you imagine that's what the people around you who see you when you start winning they'll say that to you when you're down in the dumps though they're not going to be saying that to you. They're going to be like, oh, don't you worry, man. You'll win. Meanwhile, they know that you're not. But when you start winning, it's when people start hating on you. It's only when people start hating on you and not encouraging you that you know you're winning. I used to have people in my corner telling me, oh, I, I know you can do good. I know you can do better. Now, there are still some people who say that to me. However, I have more people now saying, oh, you ain't going to make it. Oh, you're not gonna get, you're not gonna break through. Oh, you you want to publish a book? Uh, that's cute. You know, give me a, give me a copy. You're like, bro, they're gonna mock you, and that's what I just played for you on my soundboard with Stewie. That's the mindset you need to have when people hate on you, because they will if you start winning. But if you're not winning, you're not gonna know what's going on, and you're gonna be in the dumps. You need to have high expectations for yourself. And anytime somebody comes up to you and they want to hate on you or they want to tell you, oh, you can't do it. You can't do that because you're not going to win. How do you know you're going to win? And they're going to throw every doubt possible. Oh, you got, you got to take this attitude. Shut up, Meg. That's the attitude you got to have. You cannot be out here being nervous about failing and then never even try. I don't want you to fail to launch. I'd rather you launch and go down in a burst of flames because guess what? At least you tried. And when you're young, now is the time to take on all the risks imaginable because even if you, God forbid, fail miserably, as I arguably did in the military, you could pick yourself up by your bootstraps and you can still win bigger than anything you could have imagined because guess what? 
Failure is better than nothing. Failure is better than losing through not even trying. Forfeiting. Forfeiting is the worst because you gave up. Never forfeit. You should fear forfeiting, not failing. You could, you could write that one down and clip that if you want. Fear forfeiting, not failing. Because when you're young, you have all the opportunity in the world. All you have to do is you got to reach out and you have to want it. Want it as much as you want to breathe. Want it as much as you want to get with that really good looking girl or want to eat that good food or want it that recognition. You have to be hungry. Hungry for success because it's not going to come to you. It will never happen for you to be, you'll get a knock on your door. Uh, hello? Yes, is, uh, does so-and-so live here? Does, uh, does Adam live here? D does Greg live here? Uh, I, I have an opportunity of a lifetime for him, and I want to give him this contract for millions of dollars. I, I saw he had potential. That's never happening. That is never going to happen. The fact that the military can't even recruit people anymore? Send it. Back in the day, that's that was the catch-all for everybody. Now, people can't even get in. Because people are too overweight and too fat to even get in. Yes, you heard me right. Most people in my generation, I think the term, I, I think the statistic I saw was 80% couldn't even qualify to get in. Send it. My friends, you got to get yourself in shape. Get yourself in order. I'll tell you something. If you're depressed right now listening to this show, whether you're young man, young woman, old man, old woman, doesn't matter who you are. If you are depressed... And you're listening to the show. Get in shape. Go for a walk. Go for a run. Get better nutritional plans. Do not let yourself go. Because I'm going to ask you something. How many really fat old people do you see? I'll wait. Oh, not very many? Yeah, that's, there's a reason for that. When's the last time? How many? Do you think that people who are really overweight live a long time? Nope. They say. Yeah, that's more what they say. That's what they're living out. Young men, if you're overweight, get in the gym now! I don't want you to go tomorrow. I don't want you to go. You should have gone yesterday. You gotta go now! I don't care if you don't have experience. Do some push ups. Get yourself in shape. It's unacceptable to be overweight out here. And I don't want any excuses. I don't think... No, don't hate yourself if you're overweight. I want you to push yourself to prove you can do it. I've lost 60 pounds within the last year. Why? Because I wanted to. And I did it. You can do it better. If I can do it, you can do it. I am not some special breed. Everybody can do it. And if you're underweight, get in the gym. Put some muscle on that frame. Because nobody's going to take you seriously if you don't take yourself seriously. That's number one.
Number two, if you're young and you want respect, do something that's worthy of respecting. When I tell people I'm a vet, instantly they give me respect. They don't know me. They don't know my story. They don't know how I was in a mental hospital, how I was on the edge. I had to push myself really hard. They don't know that. They don't need to know it. Am I going to hide it? No. I'll tell that story as many times. But the, the solution is not to just wait. You need to take action and you needed to take it yesterday. That was the perfect time. But now is the second best time and you need to start. Now you'll be asking, Austin, well, where do I start? Well, I just told you. If you have weights in your dad's garage, go and do that. If you have a gym at your high school or your college, go do that. If you don't want to do that, do push-ups. Literally, unless you're in a car, if you're at your desk, go do push-ups right now. If you're addicted to something, stop being addicted. Don't just stop cold turkey. Find something you enjoy doing and replace it with that. Is it easy? No, that's the whole point. Is it supposed to be hard? Anything worth doing is hard. This is why young men are failing to launch. They don't have direction or purpose and that needs to be set by you. I could scream at you all day, talk with passion all day, but guess what? If you are not hungry and you don't want to change, nothing's going to happen. As much as I love to pride myself on how I can help, and how I'm making a difference out here, let me ask you something. Do you think that me telling you that you're capable is gonna make a difference? Nope. Do you think your mom telling you is gonna make a difference? Nope. Do you think your dad telling you is gonna make a difference? Nope. Do you think your girlfriend's gonna tell you make a difference? Nope. You need to be hungry and you need to want something. What do you want? Everybody wants something. What do you want? Do you want to do what I do? Podcasting? Going to start a YouTube channel? What is it you want to do? Do you want to be a physical trainer? Do you want to be an artist? Do you want to be an author? Do you want to be an animator? Do you, what is it you want to do? Do what you want and find a way to monetize it. Believe and invest in yourself. That is the advice I would give you. If you don't remember anything else in this show today, invest in yourself and be hungry and never bet against yourself. Always bet on you. Well, my friends, I that's all I got for you today. I hope my cup of passion didn't overflow and uh, drown you too much. If you have any thoughts, comments, questions for me on this topic specifically, you could find me on Twitter at Austin Creed or at Aussie Creed, A-U-Z-Z-I-E-C-R-E-E-D. I'll be more than happy to point you in the right direction, give you any kind of advice or answer any questions you have that pertains to your personal situation, a potential situation that maybe your friend has, your brother has, whatever. I'm more than happy to help because this is a very important topic to me. I'm only 23, guys. I'm not 33. I'm not 43 telling young people what to do. I am you. My friends, you can achieve. The only one standing in your way is you. 
I want you to look in the mirror. I, this is something I learned watching Rocky. God bless my dad. He loves Rocky. One of the things that he says is, you see that man in the mirror? You see him? He is the only person in your way. He's the only person you have to fear. Everybody else is just in the way. You're fighting that guy, that girl, in the mirror. I want you to really pour into yourself and never let anybody make you feel guilty for investing in you. Now, if you want to support the show, I'm going to do a little grifting here for a second. If you want to support the show, you can find me on Twitter, like I said, at Austin Creed, at Ozzy Creed. If you click the link on my Twitter bio, it'll take you to the podcast website. There'll be a donate button. If you want to donate to the show, I will very graciously accept. Just listening to the show is a tremendous honor for me. I, I, I really appreciate you doing it. Until I'll be on the road for tomorrow. So if you all are following, for those of you who follow the show, I'll be on the road. I might have to use my, I'll probably have to use my phone. So the audio might not be as good. I apologize. But y'all get some raw commentary from me in my car as I'm traveling back home from college. Anyways, folks, I appreciate you. God bless you. God bless your family. And God bless America. We're out of here.